You are listening to the second episode of News Relations podcast Extraordinary. It's a new audio series that has been produced in consultation with Include. Includes an organization that supports autistic and neurodivergent individuals to advocate for themselves. This series hopes to megaphone stories of people with autism in India and promote conversations around it. Our team dived deep into this series starting June. Rishabh, do you want to introduce yourself and then we can introduce ourselves also to you? He's just introducing himself. Through and, uh, several Rishabh online meetings with members of Include, we arrived at stories and issues that were key to generate awareness about autism. Hi Anand, thanks for joining in. Hello everyone, hello, nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you all again. Yeah, hi Anand, hi. Anand. hi. Hello, hello. Then Rakshita is here, hi Rakshita, and she's put in a More importantly, we were certain that the story should give a voice to the people in the spectrum. Chad, what are some of the things you might want to speak about, you know, regarding your lived experience and how you might want to present it? I am your host, Anupama. I was aware of the word like I was aware. You are listening to Rishabh. He is 21 years old and lives in the East Indian city of Kolkata. Right now he's awaiting a green signal for his Canadian student visa. There's been a post-pandemic logjam and so his trip has been delayed. But what's the word Rishabh's talking about? Like I was aware of autism for a long time. And autism. For those of you unfamiliar with the word, autism is a condition comprising social communication issues and repetitive patterns, among others. Rishabh's mother was very well aware of it too, since she worked in an organization focused on neurodivergent people. And even my mom used to work in an autism NGO. I've been around autistic people. But, but these were people with more acute conditions. There was a wide variation between Rishabh and some of the people at his mother's workplace. I've only been exposed to people who are more, like fit into the more traditional um, meaning of autism. I was never exposed to the other side of autism that is not so traditional. There can be a vast difference between skills and severity of the condition amongst autistic individuals. It's precisely the reason why autism is termed as a spectrum. About three years ago, Rishabh came across an online show. Yeah, so when I when I was about 18 years old, um, and I watched the show called Atypical. Atypical was about a teenage autistic boy called Sam. Did you know there are 432 girls at our school and 91 of them have a name that starts with an M? Normally, Rishabh would easily be distracted. But that show, that show really grabbed his attention. And for many reasons. I think the main part was how he was affected by noise. By him... Rishabh means Sam, the show's protagonist. Sam didn't like loud sounds. And I remember this scene where he was in a bus and he had a panic attack. No! uh, He had a meltdown because of things. Rishabh's curiosity surged. So that made me sort of go onto Google and like look up. 
What was Rishabh searching for? And why? Well, listen on. Yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? New Sri intern, yeah, based in Kolkata, Madhura Sen, yeah. went over to interview Rishabh a few weeks ago. I'll sit here. Where do you want to sit? I'll just sit here on the bed. Oh. Alright. Oh yeah, that's Rishabh whisked us into his past, his childhood, school days. It was a particularly tough time, academically and socially. I wasn't able to take in all the information the teachers was teachers were giving me like I was always distracted by my surrounding that was like I, I wasn't into the topics they were teaching me because if the subject didn't interest Rishabh his brain would stall like log out like my head will just block all the information out so yeah it was more about the fact that the things they were teaching they, they were teaching in school were like like I just couldn't take in all the information Hi, I'm Madhura. Yeah. <laughs> no, please tell me. <laughs> Tea or coffee? I'm not a beverage person at all. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Rishabh's mom, Ruchi, <laughs> recounted that Rishabh did have learning issues. And so I thought, ki, okay, fine. If he needs that special help, uh, as uh, like he went to the special educators and all that, so he took the special classes accordingly. Rishabh also had other support. For instance, he took exams away from the main venue. I used to be taken to a completely separate room without anybody in it. Still, he was struggling. Math was particularly tough and the subjects he liked weren't really part of the academic spread. For me, music would have been a great option, but that wasn't there. Instead, he chose what his parents assumed would be slightly more manageable for him. Finance-related subjects. I was made to choose, like, business subjects. So, and I was into, like, I wanted to choose, like, more creative stuff. Rishabh's mom, Ruchi, is a sweet and understanding person. Ruchi and her husband took this decision for Rishabh. She confesses that they really didn't know better. I 100% did not understand him. But yeah, whatever I could do best, and in my knowledge, I did. So, which is why I uh, did a mistake there, you know, and by forcing him to do something, we had certain thought process. And that was about his father's business that Rishabh's parents felt he could actually join. Rishabh's father had an advertising firm. So if he goes into accounts and all that stuff, like, you know, basically accounts and business studies and economics and all that stuff. So he will be able to help his father also as a backup business. So that is why we kind of forced him to, you know, choose those subjects just as a backup plan. But for Rishabh, it felt like a tightening news. It's like losing your ability to, like, first of all, losing your freedom. As a teenager, you want to flex your ideas, opinions, make your own choices. But that wasn't the case for Rishabh. Decisions were dictated. He accepted the decisions, didn't fight back. But he was certainly suffering. Because you feel like somebody else is controlling you. That, and you feel like 
completely mm-hmm. lost and i think and literally the opposite was told to me I, i i was told that i love the complete freedom to choose whatever i want and do things according to my future and what i want to do in the future when rishab entered 10th grade he was stuck with a mix of subjects that made no sense whatsoever to him he was miserable i had no idea what i was what i was doing and that was where everything sort of went downhill other things changed for him at school the additional time and special quiet space that he was given to write the exam were withdrawn presumably because these were public exams that students had to take under similar circumstances they took away the extra time and the help i had so yeah like i had to sit in the i had to sit in a room with at least 20 25 other people rishab remembers one particular exam day he was surrounded by other fidgety well, students obviously i couldn't concentrate moreover so, he had a seat right next to a window which was the worst decision ever because I just literally I remember just staring out of the window and forgetting where I was. It was getting too much for me. That exam didn't go well and Rishab ached to quit school. I told my parents that I just cannot take it anymore and I could realize that I'm spending a lot of time on music. So they did themselves knew that the things are not working out as expected. Um and there was definitely something wrong and un- sort of unfixable his mother agreed she felt his struggle and really couldn't take it anymore so i was okay with that because it's no point forcing a child into something which he doesn't enjoy or he doesn't want to do so ruchi allowed him to quit school because i always feel that you know the child should be happy and he should be doing something which he enjoys and that's how he will excel in that field particular field right she mentions rishab's dropping out of school several times so i feel dropping out from school is not a big if issue if you drop out okay, no problem it's okay. if he wants to drop out it's okay. rishab senses a hesitation in his parents in accepting his decision He feels that his parents kind of gave up on their hopes and, and expectations and then they after a point they just left everything up to me which sort of was the starting point of me finding out my personality and my sense like you probably sense relief in Rishab's voice but like all ingredients that piece together our lives things don't end up feeling as they really should okay i'm not going to lie but it was a little i didn't like the uncertainty of it i did like the freedom of it i had a lot of meltdowns even though i wasn't going to school it still didn't seem like a resolution i had this strong feeling of being lost and just not belonging anywhere why was that the answer to that question came from the most unlikely place one day as rishab doom scrolled for a source of entertainment online 
he came across a fictional comedy drama. And I was watching the show and I, I thought to myself that this person is doing things that I do. So remember at the start of the episode, Rishabh spoke of the character in the series called Atypical? having a meltdown because his therapist declines his affection. Yeah, that scene really sort of caught my attention a lot and, and that scene really resonated with me the most. Something had unraveled. I felt like the, this was the first time I could relate to another person uh, and relate to a topic it was like i found my group and i found my tribe found my group and i found my tribe atypical humorously told the story of the autistic teenage protagonist sam his struggles in school his love life his fight to live by himself and rishabh saw himself in sam he felt a really strong tug towards this work of fiction which seemed to signal an answer to a lifelong question about his identity and he felt that like sam he probably was autistic but he needed proof and so he had to get himself tested uh, when he realized and he told me then i said okay fine go for the tests yeah i was relieved also that he's got to know what he's uh, you know what problem he's facing why was rishab drawn to atypical teenage hero sam here goes so whenever i left the house i had to have my headphones with me like for this is from when i was very young till now like even now if i leave the house i cannot just it's because of um the street noise and the noise like it, it made me anxious and it made me panic ruchi recalls an episode one incident i can just tell you that it was a gathering and he was the family was at a party there were people chattering there was a clattering of cutlery there was music he was feeling with quite uneasy and uh, you know uh, he was not comfortable with the noises and all that so ruchi took him into another room and tried to calm him down i feel the parents should be guided well enough how to handle such situations you know in some cases rishab himself dug out solutions to tide over certain irritants I just thought of another thing that I do like what I go out and I know suppose I know exactly where we're going like a friend's house so I I know the distance of that how much time it will take from our place and I time my music around that right but there could be a hiccup if there's any change in the route <laughs> and then like my I need to change the, the amount of music I listen to <laughs> if there's like a small detour on on it uh, like while we're going then I'll I'll start to panic because I don't know how to fill in that gap and that whole feeling clouding his mind all that anxiety it translated into a bodily reaction 
So my body starts shivering, I feel sweaty and there's this panic within me. My ears start to warm up, my head starts getting heavier. Then there was the weight of small talk, which I really couldn't agree more with Rishabh. No, I'm not interested in small talk, so that makes it really awkward and difficult for me to talk to other people. But yeah, like, like yeah, just for me, like finding... he has a lot of questions that he seeks answers for. Like right now, we're moving to a new house. It's an apartment just across the street and it was in the final stages of being ready. So yesterday I had this thing where um, we were just talking about the flooring in my room. There were these delays. But Rishab couldn't comprehend the reasons for the holdup. I, I kept asking my mom that, okay, is this how it is? Is it going to be done on time? Is it going to be done on time? There was a small argument between us. Autistic individuals thrive on predictability. For reassurance, they tend to ask questions repeatedly about any impending change. And then my dad came in and said something. So there was so I kept asking her about the floor and again and again. Then there's this thing about social settings. People who are autistic aren't comfortable in large groups and okay, so interactions. Where are we going now? Lunch, right? So, yeah. okay, so what what place is it? It's a cafe. Like, it is, it's a very good environment for me. And I, I this sometimes to... translates as being cold or unemotive. I'm not good with identifying emotions within me. And some, suppose somebody got a gift from you or like a surprise for me. They expect me to be happy and then I don't react the way they, they expect me to. And that tends to disappoint friends and families. And then they said that, why don't you, like, why don't you show more emotions or something like that? And then I'm like, I'm just blank. He really doesn't know what to say at that point because that's just a part of his being. It's not a deliberate act of being rude. It's just a genuine inability. It's like my mind can be disconnected from my body. That's what I mean. What you like when you look at my face and what you see might not always be what I'm feeling. Like it just might not show on my like show on my face. He may have a straight face, kind of a poker face. But I still am feel like feeling that inside, I guess. Rishabh went on to explain why this probably happens. And I was quite moved. In some ways, that distancing was a kind of a coping mechanism. Because when somebody makes fun of me, I, I, I can quickly like dissociate from what they're saying and just not like, you know, people will just, uh, a lot of people will just listen to that and then like they will just, yeah, be affected by it. But I, I won't, won't feel, feel affected, affected by it, by it right? right? So, so. yeah, I, I guess that like over time, because of, again, because of my school experience and everything, over time I've been sort of trained myself to do that. At school, Rishabh normally hated tests. But for once, here was an exam he was dying to take. It was a test to confirm his autism. With like 50 questions and you have to say like most likely to do this, most li- or less likely to do this. 
So yeah, when I took that test, I told my parents that, look, I got such a high score in this, like the higher score you get, the more probability you have. Yeah, so I told my mom first um, that I got a 43 out of 50. Then she was, she didn't really like talking about it. And Rishabh's mother explains that she really didn't need a label. Actually, very frankly speaking, I don't take it as a different uh, thing. Like, I feel it's normal in a way because uh, it's okay. Everybody has problems, right? So I might be lacking behind because of something. I might be uh, having some problems. You might be having some problems. I feel this is something very natural and normal. Ruchi is right in her own way. She's trying to say that everyone is equal and there really shouldn't be any differentiation. But there is a need for autistic people to get a diagnosis so that they can explain themselves to the world. For instance, Rishabh's test confirming his autism allowed him to reason with those who expected, say, eye contact or a reciprocity of their feelings. With this new understanding, Rishabh actually had something to say and even teach his mother. Eventually, I I started uh, sharing more things with her as much as I could, uh, like resources about autism and stuff. And the moment he started doing that... I guess she started believing it more. For now, Rishabh continues to wait for his visa to get to college in Canada. A wait that hasn't been easy given the backlog of visa applications due to the pandemic. It has delayed his trip by a whole semester. I'm getting a little anxious and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's alright though. Like it's not, it's not like a bad kind of anxiety. It's, it's a good kind of anxiety. In a few months, he'll be 7,000 miles away from home in Vancouver attending a small music production school. They seemed like a very close-knit group, which was very important for me because I cannot focus in a larger environment and uh, it's not like a large university, so it's easier to... It's very, I guess, friendly and intimate. He's been talking to his counsellor in India about how he should be navigating the new environment. Since I'm going to Canada, like making new friends over there and how to how to navigate around having a friend there. Like. Just learning to maintain a healthy relationship. So we've been just talking about, suppose I get asked to do something, but I don't want to attend that. So how do, how do I get myself out of that situation? Ruchi is equally excited. I always wanted uh, he, he should be happy, as I said. So I'm happy that he's uh, taken a decision and he wants to go and he's confident enough to go. But at the same time, she worries. I'm little scared also that he should be happy there, he should, his health should be okay, he should be fine, that's all. Again, I don't do well with change but this is the type of change I want and this is a type of change I, I'd hope would happen sometime. I hope it's going to be completely different to the school 
my my school and the things other things uh, that I've experienced here. Rishabh looks at this as a new beginning, as a fresh start, as something that could possibly transform his life. And I get to do what I like. Uh, I mean, what I love. Yeah, I I also get to go out of the country with a travel and stuff like that. I, I, I always wanted to do that, and not uh, until now. I've never felt like home, and and I feel like. uh i need to go somewhere to feel like i'm at home i really really do hope so thank you so much i'll take your leave now i'll get out of the car yeah okay bye no see you problem. soon hopefully yeah see you soon and all the best for canada thank you okay bye bye This series has been made by dedicating a lot of time to interactions with our subjects who have bravely and truly truthfully shared details about their struggles and achievements. We'd love to hear from our listeners about how the series made you feel and whether it motivated you to be part of any change. If you are a neurodivergent individual or have a child who is neurodivergent, and would like to participate in this series describe your trials and successes then do write to us at podcasts@newsreel.asia that's podcasts with an s at newsreel.asia we really look forward to hearing from you thank you and bye bye thank you so much everyone that was a really great discussion we yeah, will thank you thank you, thank you. okay thank bye you. guys thank you Bye 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 bye